50 train cars carrying toxic chemicals derailed from tracks in Ohio. We're talking irritants, cancerous gases, and chemicals with byproducts that were weaponized during World War One. with a state conducting what they called a controlled release, arguing these chemicals would have exploded otherwise, and evacuating nearby residents. And now, they claim the area is safe again and that air samples are coming back normal. But residents who've returned have reported headaches, nausea, and burning eyes. Many saying the air smells like nail polish, burning tires, or chlorine, and others concerned that the chemicals may have made its way into the waterways with reports of dead fish floating in streams. Now, officials say they've been able to control affected runoff, but this is we're seeing more anecdotal and unverified reports spreading online, with officials having yet to address many of these claims, leading many to understandably be terrified. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Masson, and let's continue covering this, well, train story, train saga. Again, it started so long ago, and now it's only starting to escalate about a week and a half later. And some people are saying that the train thing is a cover-up for the various drones or spy balloons or UFOs. And people are also saying the vice versa. I don't know. I think they're both getting pretty equally talked about. This is definitely a lot more of a pressing story because it's having current implications on us. Whereas the spy balloons and the UFOs and various other things, we're still uncovering more about that. And ideally, I'll be releasing an update about that, too. Because, again, I'm a Michigander. We just had one fly right over one in my own backyard not too long ago over Lake, Ur Lake Huron just the other day. So we'll be talking about that, too, later on. However, this is a much more important story because it is directly impacting two to three states immediately. Not to mention the wider impact of the fallout from again they set chemicals on fucking fire and send that shit into the into the atmosphere through rain through everything you're gonna get acid rain you're gonna get all sorts of nasty nasty shit and to completely get an understanding of what we'll be dealing with here i want to cover the list we have currently of the chemicals on this train as well as talking about two more trains that just derailed in South Carolina and in Texas. So, is this a coincidence, or is it part of a much bigger thing? Quite frankly, I always lean towards we're looking at a forum, but that's just me. So let's get into this, shall we? More chemicals found at site of Ohio train derailment. The U.S. Environmental Protection, Protection Agency sent a letter to Norfolk Southern. Euthylene glycol monobutol, uh, ether and ethylexyl acolyte, and <laughs> isobutylene were also in the rail cars that were derailed, bro uh, breached, and or on fire. Cagano, uh, Cagano says it is possible some of these chemicals could still be present, and we will properly pronounce these chemicals as we continue. Now we're going to scroll down here, go over to the left, or go over to the right. The most recent article is from nine hours ago, Mixed Factuality, over to the left. Ten hours ago, Sydney Morning Herald, left uh, bias, high factuality over here to the center. Boop, boop. Ten hours ago, High factuality, center bias, the local outlets will be going with the center high factuality outlet. Let's see this video anything more than just audio? Buys the house, the Alright, we have a video to start off with here at this site and we'll get into the article and the rest of the story afterwards. Now, the whys, the hows, the what nows. There's still a lot of lingering questions one week after the controlled release 
of vinyl chloride from some of the cars involved in the East Palestine trail train derailment. But we are getting some answers tonight, including more about the other hazardous materials that train was carrying. And some of those chemicals haven't even been mentioned before today. Meanwhile, many families worry about what the impact will have on their health years from now. We've been covering the derailment, the aftermath, the response since, since this all started 10 days ago. Today, News 5 investigator Tara Morgan returned. A sight and sound well known in East Palestine. But the this Palestine? is curious to watch. This really, it actually plays Palestine on the map. And William Hugar isn't doing it from afar. He lives at ground zero, snapping this picture night one. Are you married? No. Behind his house sit charred rail cars beyond toys and trees. Excavator crews are clearing soil and brush. The water quality is all in the creeks. And they have the EPA on it. They're cleaning constantly. And thank goodness we haven't had any major rainstorms. The U.S. EPA yeah. released a list by Norfolk Southern of the flammable gas and liquids in the rail cars when the train derailed February 3rd, later sending a black plume over the village. We first heard about vinyl chloride. Cars carrying it were intentionally breached and set on fire in a controlled burn. I don't see it. Again, it's such a wild fucking approach. You could drain it into other containers. You could easily use these tipped over containers, make a manufactured hole in the cart, and do a controlled drain. Instead, they just set it all on fucking fire and send all this shit, take it from one state of matter to the gaseous state of matter and send it into the clouds and everything above the atmosphere. So when it rains and all that shit, it's gonna come back down in a wide cloth. And again, this is over an area where two to three states border Ohio and Pennsylvania being the predominance of those two state of those three states. This is mind blowing. Voice that I have to, to do leave. Sue Dunlap lives just outside the evacuation zone. It's just like, well, if it can get over there, why can't it come here? She's washed yeah. all her towels and curtains and now boils her water for tea, coffee, and Smart. when it's time to eat. She can't afford testing. The water I'm kind of concerned about, but uh, that's from what I've heard, it's hundreds of dollars if you're not in the evacuation zone. According to the EPA, air monitoring since the fire went out hasn't shown levels of concern. More than uh, 400 requests have come in for indoor air screenings. Vinyl chloride or hydrogen chloride weren't found in more than half the tests so far. The EPA issued a potential liability letter to Norfolk Southern, saying cars with four chemicals are known and continue to be released into the air and surface soil and waters. I think there's, uh, you know, there had been already good cause for concern and there uh, continues to be unanswered questions. Miranda Lepla is the director of the Environmental Law Clinic at Case Western Reserve University. Some of these are known carcinogens, uh, so we've got, you know, potential future risk uh, if this is a contaminated, uh, you know, if we could got contaminated water long term. I spoke with Linda Murphy about a week ago. She lives just up the hill from Leslie Run Creek. She was worried about her well water. Well, now she says she is on the list for well testing, but she wants independent testing too. Obviously, it might not be instantaneous where there's a result this could be long term for years and years cross that bridge when it comes to it i guess because life goes on dunlap is relying on her faith to see her family through this they prayed over all of us and just kind of 
and left it up to God to ease my mind and get on with my life because there's I don't really have a whole lot of choice otherwise. I'm News 5 investigator Tara Morgan. Now, within the last half hour, we received the remediation plan that Norfolk Southern submitted to the EPA. It lays out what the company's done and still plans to do in the future. Part of it includes soil excavation and surface water treatment. It's already collected pooled liquids in a vacuum truck, transferred liquids for disposal, rerouted surface water flow away from that derailment site, and constructed underflow dams. The exact scope and the timeline for additional work is still uncertain. We also reached out to the Ohio Department of Natural Resources about There's reports dead of dead fish. fish in nearby creeks. As of last week, the spill killed an estimated 3,500 fish in three different creeks. About seven and a half miles of stream were impacted. And lawsuits continue to be filed over that train to... All those waterways are connected to, like, this is going to have a, a such a wide, devastating impact. And not to toot or anything, but, like, my first episode about this, like, a week ago... I was saying, like, there's no way in hell that this is going to be a controlled issue. This can get out of hand very quickly. And lo and behold, it is rapidly getting out of hand while they're sitting here saying, oh, yeah, it's all in control, guys. Trust us. No, absolutely not. And I really don't give a fuck what the EPA says. All right. Again, I'm a Michigander. Flint happened. They told us all kinds of shit about Flint. And here's the thing. The government knew what was going to happen to the Flint water before it happened why because when the government bought out the four like the the big three like well you know at least gm aka government motors from general motors they switched the water supply for the general motors main headquarters and their various manufacturing facilities that were receiving flint water to the detroit water supply because their tests show that there was something wrong with the Flint water, and they did nothing about it. And it was chalked up to be like, well, you know, the automotive company had nothing, had had no, uh, you know, authority to do anything about it. But they were owned by the government. I mean, the government had some issue to know. It was absolutely insane. And we're supposed to believe that the FDA is saying, oh, or that the FDA, uh, EPA, my apologies, is like, oh yeah, everything's fine. No, I just don't believe it. And one is asking for more than just damages. A lawsuit filed by two people who live across the border in Pennsylvania calls for Norfolk Southern to pay for medical screenings and related care for anyone who lives within 30 miles of that train derailment. They want to figure out who was impacted by the toxic chemicals that were released. Norfolk Southern isn't commenting on that lawsuit. In the meantime, a town hall is scheduled for Wednesday evening at East Palestine High School where people can ask questions. Uh, it's kind of wild, too. Because whenever I'm on my way to, uh, you know, D.C. or anywhere out, in, or anywhere out on the East Coast, you know, I always drive through this area. I, I believe I do. It looks like it's the right area. That's just, you know, a little backdoor America. Wild. By Tara Morgan. Posted uh, at 6.01 p.m. February 13th, 2023. And last updated at 8.08 p.m. February 13th, 2023. Now, again, this is from ABC News 5, Cleveland, a local affiliate. East Palestine, Ohio. There are still a lot of unanswered questions lingering a week after the controlled release of vinyl chloride from some of the cars involved in the train derailment in East Palestine. We do know more about the other hazardous materials on that train that the train was carrying including 
some not mentioned before today. Families worry about the impact, uh, about what the impact will be on their health years from now. At least five News Five returned to East Palestine to hear a uh, to hear a sight and sound well known to the tr- uh, there as trains passed by the village. So I'm going to write this down a little bit. Quote. This really isn't actually... This really... It actually put East Palestine on the map, William uh, Huger said. Wait, is this really just a... Uh, let me check something real quick. That was basically just a, a transcript of that video. Again, that link to that news article will be in the description below if you want to go read the rest of that article. Over here, though, we'll go into that fish topic. By Ian Cross and Tara Morgan posted... 4.17 p.m. February... Ow! February 13th, 2023. Last update at 7.32 p.m. February 13th, 2023. The train derailment and spillage of toxic chemicals in East Palestine on February 3rd has resulted in the deaths of 3,500 fish in the Ohio Department of Natural Resources Estimates across approximately 7.5 million miles of stream and just spreading, by the way. ODNR wildlife officials or uh, wildlife officers located dead fish in the Leslie Run, Bull Creek, and portion and a portion of the North Fork and Beaver Creek. ODR officials confirmed to News 5 Monday ODNR is continuing to work with the Ohio EPA and the environmental company hired by the railcar operator Norfolk Southern to determine the number of fish killed. Linda Murphy, who lives about three miles from the site of the train, derailment confirmed to News 5 last week that she saw dead fish floating in several locations on Leslie Run. She says, and by the way, a week ago they were reporting that there was no sign of any uh, any environmental disruptions or hazards. We now know that to be an absolute fucking lie. She says her family isn't touching the well she used for water on her property until they get uh, assurance that it's safe. Quote, that's what we bathe in, that's what we drink, that's what we cook with, and that's what I also give to my animals. So it's a major concern to me, and they could not reassure me that the water is safe to drink. They didn't say it wasn't and absolutely refrain from saying that it was. Murphy said, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, not as bad as you might think. Was well, it drinkable? Uh, you know, again, it's not as bad as you might think. We have a little bit of a video right here. It loads. And now at five, evacuations still in place in East Palestine, four days after a fiery train derailment. Hundreds of residents living near the site who refuse to leave are being urged to get out. Because there's still a risk of a potential explosion. Norfolk Southern officials said today the fire pit used for yesterday's controlled detonation is out, and the five train cars carrying the cancer causing chemical vinyl chloride are no longer burning. Now that the fire, the controlled fire, the venting is done, we're increasing our air monitoring within the one mile evacuation zone to get data for what the situation is now. Ultimately, hopefully, in the near future to return, let that evacuation get people back to their homes. 
The National Transportation Safety Board is inspecting the rail cars before they can be removed. Public safety officials said there have been no significant injuries from the incident. And some families in East Palestine are not confident in the drinking water from their private wells. They want their water tested even longer, uh, even as long after the cleanup is done. News 5 investigator Tom Morgan spent the day talking with families who say they don't feel safe right now. Linda Murphy lives in East Palestine, roughly three miles from Ground Zero and just up the hill from Leslie Run Creek. There were several dead fish floating at multiple locations along Leslie Run. The Murphys have well water, but right now they're not touching it. That's what we bathe in, that's what we drink, that's what we cook with, and that's what I also give to my animals. So it was Where's a major concern, and they could her. not reassure me that the water was safe to drink. They didn't say it wasn't, but they absolutely refrained from saying that it was. Linda got one of her horses out of town, but Bert refused to step onto a trailer. Obviously, it might not be instantaneous. Where there's a result, this could be long term for years and years. Their neighbors, Joe and Amanda White, worry about their well water too. They just returned home after a night away with a case of bottled water to share with their golden retriever, Murphy. A well 300 feet down if it could have gotten into our wells in our drinking water. Yeah. Or how long? If it's not in there now, is it going to be in there in a week? Is it going to go, you know, because everything's going to seep through the ground. It has to go somewhere. The Ohio EPA tells me they have not seen anything at this point to suggest private wells would be impacted. Groundwater protection plans <coughs> will be considered as part of long-term remediation. As far as the water in streams, the Ohio EPA says environmental contractors are taking water quality samples daily, with results expected in the coming days. They've also put up earthen dams in a stream close to the derailment to capture contaminants. I want my water tested, you know, every week. And at least every week for the next few months until we get a nice, you know, recorded. You know, it's good to see Michael Moore wearing an American flag hat. Good record of, of, of several tests that says it's free and clear of any anything. Linda wants long-term water testing, too, for her safety and peace of mind. I would like someone to reach out and reassure us that, yeah, it's safe, but do I wholeheartedly believe that? No. But ongoing testing down the road, not only today, but in the future, and a relationship moving forward where we can be confident. I'm News 5 investigator Tara Morgan. Wild. Now let's hop over here to Newsweek. Full list. And they're saying this is the full list. As far as I know, the full list actually hasn't come out yet, but I could be fully wrong and Newsweek could be absolutely correct here. But full disclaimer, I am not personally confident that this is the full list. I just want to put that out there. Full list of toxic chemicals released from Ohio train derailment. Published on the 13th of you know, February. It's now the 14th at 4.50 a.m. of the time we're recording this article is by... Alex Phillips. I don't trust you based on how you spell your name, but moving on. The Environmental Protection Protection Agency, EPA, published a full list of toxic chemicals that were released when a cargo train derailed near the border between Ohio and Pennsylvania on February 3rd. At about 8.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a Norfolk Southern train of around 150 cars derailed near the Ohio town of East Palestine. 20 of those cars were carrying hazardous materials. The derailment caused a huge fire and fearing massive explosions that would release noxious gases and shrapnel into the surrounding area. Emergency responders intentionally breached five cars to let out the chemicals inside. The chemicals were diverted into a trench and burnt off. Officials warned, however, that it would send toxic gases Toxic gas phosphage, phosgene, used during World War One, and hydrogen chloride into the atmosphere. Environmental regulators have been monitoring the air and drinking water around the site of the derailment, and have so far said both remain unaffected by the spill. I call bullshit. Residents of East Palestine were allowed to return to their homes after chemical after chemicals observed in the atmosphere followed. The controlled release were found to be safe levels. Mm. 
Some have complained about some have complained of headaches and nausea, according to the Associated Press, and pets have died in suspicious cases of chemical exposure. In a February 10th letter sent by Jason Elzine, an emergency response manager at the EPA, to Matt Gar- uh, Gurind, Deputy General Counsel for Norfolk Sub- uh, Southern Railroad, or uh, Railway Company, a list of toxic chemicals were identified as having been found uh, to have been uh, to have contaminated air, soil, or water surrounding the crash site were vinyl chloride, a colorless gas that is used to make polyvinyl chloride (PVC), you know, like I said, PVC pipes, PVC plastics, and is highly flammable and decomposes to make toxic fumes. According to the National Library of Medicine, it is also a carcinogenic. It's also carcinogenic, and it can cause other health issues. Now, what's this one? Butyl acylate, a clear liquid that is used for making paints, sealants, and adhesives. It is flammable and can cause skin, eye, and respiratory irritation. And what the hell is this one? And ethyl hexyl acrylate. A colorless liquid used to make paints and plastics, it can cause skin and respiratory irritation, and under moderate heat, can produce a hazardous vapor. And ethylene glycol monobutyl. Now we all know about this one. If you're a John Tron fan, you know about this one because it's in the crystals. It's not in the crystal skull vodka. Vodka, as Dan Aykroyd is more than happy to tell you about. A colorless liquid used as a solvent for paints and inks as well as some dry clean solutions. It's classified as actually toxic, as acutely toxic, able to cause serious or permanent injury, and highly flammable vapors can irritate the eyes, nose, and ingestion can cause headaches and vomiting. The EPA also published a list of cargo from Norfolk Southern in cars involved the derailment, which showed a similar array of chemicals to those identified by the EPA. It showed uh, petrochemicals had also been lost in the blaze, as well as hopper of semolina and a boxcar of frozen vegetables. Oh no, the bird's eye. Clearly the most damning evidence here. El Zine wrote that the EPA, quote, has spent or is considering spending public funds to investigate the controlled release of hazardous substances or potential releases of hazardous substances and had determined that the rail company may be responsible under the Comprehensive Environmental Response Compensation and Liability Act for cleanup of site or cost EPA has incurred in cleaning up the site. When asked to comment. A Norfolk Southern spokesperson told Newsweek that the company had received the EPA's letter and and we have confirmed to them that we have and will continue to perform or finance environmental monitoring and remediation. Quote, our hazmat team was in East Palestine within an hour of the incident in a res- and the response continues today in close coordination with the Ohio and U.S. EPA, as well as other agencies, they added. 
The company is also facing a lawsuit filed by two Pennsylvania residents on Thursday calling for the rail operator to pay for medical screenings for anyone within a 30 mile radius of the crash site alongside damages. The rail operator has declined to comment on the lawsuit. The EPA already assisted with health screenings offered by Northfolk Southern. Again, this is very BP oil spill. Officials expressed calm. Uh, expre- officials expressed calm when lifting evacuation orders with Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, describing air quality readings as quote basically similar to what they would have uh, expected prior to the train wreck during a press conference. He's just kind of following the EPA here. I just don't trust the EPA. Kurt Collar of the Ohio EPA said the levels of toxic chemicals observed in nearby waterways quote were immediately toxic to fish. That split materials had leaked into Sulphur Run, Leslie Run. It's funny, it's called Sulphur Run. <laughs> That's ironic. Uh, Little Beaver Creek and the Ohio River were being monitored. The EPA, the U.S. EPA, said on Friday that Northfolk Southern oops, contractors had installed a dam, a water bypass, and a Sulphur Run to prevent contamination and also stop the remaining spill chemicals entering the stream. The EPA is working with the Ohio EPA to investigate the oil spill, contamination, and... Wait. My bad. Ohio EPA to investigate the soil contamination and derailment site. And this was updated uh, yesterday at 11.50 a.m. Now, let's hop on over to the next article, shall we? And in a stunning coincidence, two more train derailments in Texas and in South Carolina raise more concerns. When is it with South Carolina lately? Spy balloons and now this. There is concern about hazardous materials. If you scroll down here, not a lot of people talking about this one. It's a new story. So we're going to hop over to the Gateway Pundit to read about it. I uh, kind of vetted the article before I picked which one I used. Let's use this one. Developing emergency officials responding to two more train derailments, one in South Carolina, another in Texas, by Christina Layla, published February 13th at 4.40 p.m. Emergency responders on Monday responded to two more train derailments. At least one person is dead after a crash caused a train derailment at U.S. 59 in Montgomery, Texas. According to deputies, a truck collided with the train, causing it to derail. ABC 13 Houston reported. Now we got a video right here. Just hop on over here, watch it directly on the channel. Right here. If you shop with the Walmart yep. ad block. Yeah, Up the speed on this one. Can we tell Tanny what the business is right next to the trains around? Are those homes, mobile homes? I can't quite tell. 
it looks like it yeah, possibly could be like yeah, mobile homes for Power sales, possibly there might be yeah. some people that are living in that area. Um, so that would be mobile homes behind. There is no, doesn't look like there's really so much residential area um, from where this is. So that is the good news. Indeed, a lot of times, you know, there's evacuation around uh, the perimeter, um, and it doesn't look like, you know, they have the area evacuated other than just near 59 in Midland. Um, so that is, you know, the other sort of good news. Because we're checking with our desk about um, exactly if, if, if it doesn't look like there's going to be any type of evacuation other than just in the immediate area from what we're seeing. Yes, and we're monitoring too here. Just the, the sheriff's department has been active, just tweeting out uh, if there's any update. We haven't seen anything from them. I, Splendor Police is the lead investigator. I, we'd imagine that if there was uh, some kind of evacuation, we would we would hear about it. They would want us to know. We'd, we'd be able to tell people. So far, we've not heard any of that. Now, typically, Tammy, if we were in the regular newscast in the morning, we, we would have by now, of course, cut away. What what does it look like for you since we? We don't usually, you know, have breaking news here on the street. What does it usually look like for you now? Uh, you know, how, how long are you able to stay out there? Because of course you're limited by, you know, you've got, at some point you run out of run out of gas, and you're no doubt making calls to our desk. And, and what happens now for you? Yeah, so normally we cover the morning show traffic from about 6 to 7, 15, 7, 30, and then my pilot, James Fox, uh, monitors all the equipment. Kind of good name for pilot, James uh, Fox. see where the gas is at the bottom of the screen, and so he's monitoring that. We'll give an update on how long we can stay up here, which I will ask uh, James. He'll kind of give me a checkpoint here. Normally we can fly about two, two and a half hours before fueling up, and of course that all uh, is determined by the amount of winds, how much hovering we do, all that sort of thing, but usually we kind of average, we could be up in the cloudy and thundering is hampering us as well. Uh, of course, we Welcome don't know if that. their weather conditions affected, you know, somebody trying to cross the train tracks and then quite, Three you know, train the come down, maybe with the light, we don't know. There's just so much uh, in the beginning of this uh, investigation that's kind of started. But from my management right now, it's real clear as far as weather, uh, other than just the occasional little bit glare uh, out the window that I see every now and then. Yeah. Jacob? Okay, uh, Tammy, thanks so much. All right, we're now at 916. We have, uh, what, what it, about an hour ago, a little over an hour ago, up in Montgomery County near Splendora, a train derailment. Uh, a train, Union Pacific, colliding with a semi, and this is a fatal accident. And we can only assume the driver of that the semi was killed in all of this, but we have not heard anything else besides the fact that this is a fatal accident. Splendor Police is a lead agency. And you see on the scene uh, fire trucks, you see police. We haven't seen any hazmat, anything like that. We haven't heard of any evacuation order. We know sometimes these trains can carry what are considered hazardous materials, but we see investigators walking in and out there, and, and again, no, no hazmat to speak of, no evacuation to speak of. This is uh, 59 near, let me get my paper out again, uh, 59 near, hold on, Fastoria. The feeder at Fastoria is currently closed, as you can tell there on, uh, as Sky has shown us. Uh, the freeway there is not closed at this point. It, it appears to, that this happened right next to business. Perhaps uh, selling mobile homes, we're not sure, but uh, we're not seeing a bunch of people out there, and we are waiting to learn exactly what happened, but of course that, that may take some time as investigators are there at the scene collecting evidence. There are pieces of the semi-truck kind of scattered about. Part of the semi is still underneath the very front of the train, and part of it, as Tammy was pointing out earlier, is, is scattered there. Uh, there are some sensitive things there. There's a, you know, the, the body of the person who was killed is is there somewhere. And circling out here and here. Hit. At least seven of those cars have derailed. We're not exactly sure what is inside of them. Wow, what, what a scene there. This is a, a big, huge train here. Uh, All right, we're going to move on. See, I was just kind of filling time. On Monday afternoon, there was another train derailment in Enroe. <coughs> Ianro? Ianri? Onri, sorry, Onri, South Carolina. Quote, officials are responding to a train derailment in Omri, Onri, sorry, on Monday after, quote, afternoon. Fox Carolina reported, quote, CSX transportation are also on the scene. 
A severe train derailment in Ohio happened February 3rd. It's still a danger to residents near the crash site. At least someone's saying it, honestly. Quote, about 50 cars, including 10 carrying hazardous material, derailed in a fiery crash on February 3rd in East Palestine, Ohio. Vinyl chloride was later released into the air from five of those cars before crews ignited it to get rid of the highly flammable toxic chemicals in a controlled, envir- in a controlled environment. Creating a dark flume of smoke, WBNS reported residents from the neighborhoods near the crash site have been evacuated because of the toxic fumes. Meanwhile, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is complaining about too many white men who work construction jobs. Facts, by the way. But seeing how as these other two train derailments are a breaking, unfolding story right now. We don't have a whole lot of details to go off other one, other than what's just been reported here. But rest assured, we will keep you guys updated. That being said, we're going to bring this episode to an end and get on to the next episode about the uh, UFO that flew over my house, metaphorically speaking, right here in Michigan, over Lake Huron, that got shot down just the other day. So until next time, man. I'll be your host, James Masson. This has been Inside Four Walls. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. If you have uh, anything I got wrong, please leave a source in the comment below and a correction. They are greatly appreciated. I've been experiencing some technical difficulties on my end. For some reason, video files are getting corrupted. I'm trying to figure what's going on. I have a MacBook, so I don't know what the deal is. So, sorry for any inconveniences with that end. I'm doing my best to get fixed. So, until then, I'll catch y'all later. Peace. Campaign 80. Which message will resonate with voters? Let's talk better mileage. Kill the bastards.